Okay, happy Hirschbach. Uh, happy Hirschbach. Happy Friday, Hirschbach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully I don't stumble over my words uh, like that throughout today's podcast. But uh, good to be back. Uh, and uh, we've got a lot of things to go over today. I think we got a lot of good stuff that we're going to talk about. Uh, we've got, uh, we got Brian Colas with us. Hey, Brian. Good afternoon. Good to have you. Yeah. And then uh, we've got uh, Bob Twining. Hey, Bob. Hey, Brett. Good to be here. Good to have you guys both. So uh, they'll be jumping in on a couple of topics uh, relative to uh, areas that they manage. Uh, but we're going to start off with um, got John Vesey to our right. Hey, John. Hey, how's it going? Good to have you back. So uh, John's been with us uh, how many years now, John? Uh, it's been five, five and a half. Five and a half years. And John uh, started off driving, went in the office, back out driving. and Yeah. Now he's uh, he's lost his handlebar mustache. Save. Yeah, I had a had a tragic fight with the uh, razor. Yeah, save <laughs> you're saving what hour a day? Yeah, an hour a week maybe yeah. something like that. And uh, not maintaining hair care. Well, John's uh, in that, whatever role John's had at, at Hirschbach, he's done a great job and um, always goes above and beyond. Uh, so not only is he an incredible operator, uh, but um, you know, John, we've had a, a run here of Highway Angels uh, being recognized here at Hirschbach, and I'm not surprised we've got so many incredible drivers uh, here at Hirschbach that, that go above and beyond and are not only great drivers, but they're great people. And uh, John uh, is being honored uh, as a Highway Angel, and uh, I'm going to let John uh, tell everyone, uh, kind of want to tell everyone what you ran into out there, John. Sure. Yeah, um, well, I was on US 34 and uh, just kind of puttering along at 62 or something like that and, uh, in, in the four lane and uh, just near Galesburg, Illinois. And uh, uh, a tanker had passed me on the left and about a quarter mile ahead of me, ended up kind of careening over to the left, then coming over to the right pretty suddenly and uh, uh, ended up in a cornfield and jumped out of his truck and there's some fire and uh, smoke coming out of that cab. and. So I ended up stopping, being able to kind of keep uh, keep control of everything and stopping and grabbing the fire extinguisher and uh, ended up emptying my can out and his can out into the cab and then uh, and helped him a little bit. He had some burns and whatnot, but EMS and fire was there pretty quick, so that was kind of nice. Well, nice job, John. That's, yeah. uh, <clears throat> you know, not a lot of people today would, would pull over in that situation and help. Um, and uh, certainly, uh, I'm not surprised at all that uh, that you did that. And um, uh, great job! So, thank you. Appreciate it. Well, the TCA has this formal program. If you're not aware of it, it's called the Highway Angel Program. And uh, <clears throat> you know, for John's uh, heroic efforts, he's being recognized as a, a Highway Angel. And so, um, they've got some patches and pins and stickers and certificates and all sorts of things uh, in recognition for your heroic efforts. So, John, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you a part of the organization. Yeah. And uh, thank you for being such a great person. And uh, congratulations on earning the Highway Angel Award. Yeah, thanks a lot, Brad. Appreciate thanks. it. Thanks. We, uh, we're going to bring up um, next... Uh, uh, Chloe Myers and, and, and John Doughty. Um, Chloe's on the phone right now. She's getting off. 
But uh, not only do we have uh, one highway angel that's being recognized, and, you know, there are fleets out there that, you know, large fleets that, that, that don't have drivers being recognized as, as highway angels for years. And uh, it seems like we're, we're getting about, you know, one a month or something like that here at Hirschbach. So, well, wel welcome to the set. Thank you. Grab a seat and grab some headphones and <laughs> so John Vesey was just up here uh, telling everyone uh, about his heroic efforts um, I understand that uh, like John uh, you were also a firefighter out there ran into a situation you guys want to describe what you ran into and, and what you guys did out there I know Chloe is really shy, so I'll probably. Uh, I was actually asleep in the back. We were uh, headed towards home time. Yeah. Uh, just she had just um, passed Augusta, Georgia, on I twenty, um, heading home, and went past the way station, and she saw fire coming out of the back of a pickup truck, the wow. bed, and they were they had another car in tow and she started hollering for me to um come up uh to the uh front and we had to go put out a fire <laughs> so well you didn't have to you elected to right yeah so we yeah. we we see a need fill a need so yeah. i mean you do what you got to to keep yourself safe and people yeah. on the road safe yeah. And so she pulled over uh, block traffic that was coming off of the uh, way station exit so it wouldn't be clustered there mm -hmm. and um, positioned us away from the uh, fire of that truck. And she grabbed the extinguisher. I grabbed bottles of water and gloves and what we thought we would need. We went up and um, she started uh, using the fire extinguisher, putting out the fire, throwing things out of the truck, stomping on them. She lost a pair of shoes because <laughs> <laughs> she figured the best way to get them out sometimes is stomp it out. So she was stomping out. So it was it was an event. You're in the moment your adrenaline's uh, going, and then when the fire was out, we left and uh, took pictures of it as we were driving by, and you just go on well you're, you're very humble that's uh, obviously a very courageous act on your part and and uh, we're very proud of both of you um, proud to have you a part of the organization you guys are great people great drivers and um, you went above and beyond and uh, definitely deserving of, of, an, of a highway angel award and so uh, we've got uh, as part of this uh, a bunch of there's pins and and patches and we've got uh, stickers and uh, certificates as well uh, recognizing your, your heroic uh, uh, achievement out there so thanks again for for being such great drivers and and for going above and beyond and congratulations on receiving this award we appreciate being here and thank you all for inviting us to be a part of this yeah, I love Hirschbach and we love you guys as well, so thank you. Great job. Thank you.
and I understand you're getting a new truck. Is that correct? No. You're not? I'm not oh. sure. Oh, I heard you were going into a different truck, Sarah said no. Maybe uh, I got that wrong. I, I would like to. Okay. <laughs> maybe, All right. well, maybe, maybe I opened up some... a can of words there. All right. Well, <laughs> maybe we'll, talk, we'll talk afterwards. Okay. <laughs> Sounds awesome to me. <laughs> Make sure Jarvis knows that. Okay, all right. Well, we'll, we'll see if we can work on that. Yeah. Oh, I see my wife's out there. Hi, Jillian. Would you like to come up and balance this thing out a little bit? We seem a little, we're a little heavy now leaning to the left. All right, well, Jelaine's going to come up here. And if you don't know, Jelaine's business card is the boss's boss. Somebody has to monitor him. He's he's giving out trucks left and right. Yeah. So you get a truck, you get a truck. So we'll, we'll try to see if we can make that happen. Yeah. Whoops. All right. Well, we've got a few topics to talk about. So, uh, again, congratulations and thank you to, to John, John, and Chloe um, for being Highway Angels and, and being such great people. Um, let's see. I'm going to go down the list. Uh, the next item I had on the list is... Um, over uh, Veterans Day, every every year for Veterans Day, we uh, we pull names out of the hat for drivers to pull the Reese Across America trailers, and we also pull one of our veteran drivers to have their truck wrapped with a military wrap. And this year's winner is uh, Robert Goodnow, and um, his uh, wrap is now complete, or at least the design of it. And, uh, it came out so cool. We got to see some of the previews, and, and it's going to be very, very striking out there on the road. Yeah, well, in fact, you're all going to see it because Warren is going to display cool. the right. the wrap and inter insert that into this video, right, Warren? Yes, sir. All right, good. <laughs> That's not a surprise to you, is it? All right, good. <laughs> He's already got it right there. He's got it right there. So <laughs> anyway, check out this wrap. It is amazing. So Robert is a uh, is a veteran of the Marine Corps. I'm an Army guy. We make fun of each other. Simplify, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> so Bob is, uh, and if you don't know Bob, Bob is our uh, CIO, which uh, stands for Chief Information Officer. He's the computer guy. Um, no, but uh, Bob had a uh, 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 a nice career uh, before he got into uh, the IT field as a uh, as a marine right so absolutely yes so stationed in Japan for a while right? yes amongst other places yeah 20 years will uh, move you around quite a bit as a lot of you know yeah. well sadly um, uh, Bob's got some things that we're going to talk about but this might be Bob's last podcast I'm not sure but uh, Bob Bob is going to be retiring from Hirschbach and uh, so we had one career in, in the Marines and another career in, in IT. And, Bob, we're going to – I know we've got a couple months uh, left before you retire, but uh, this might be the last opportunity for the drivers to, to see you. And we certainly want to uh, thank you for everything that you do and, and have done here at Hirschbach uh, for, for everyone and drivers included. And uh, we'll definitely miss you and uh, hope you have a – uh, of course, we'll stay in touch, but uh, we're excited for you for the next chapter in your life. I know you gotta want to put that new uh, Airstream trailer to work, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. Yes, uh, I, not new, but new to you. But yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, vintage. So, 
Well, very good. Well, well a lot of the fabulous improvements, um, you know, you always want to leave something better than when you came. And, and Bob has made some tremendous improvements to our system. A lot of the things behind the scenes that make everybody's job a little bit easier and, and flow a little bit better um, are credit to him. So thank you, Bob. Well, thank you, Jelaine and Brad. Thanks for the kind words. And I'd just like to say that uh, I, I can't think of a, a better time or a better way to, to, uh, to wrap up my working career than, than here at Hirschbach. It's, uh, I was new to trucking when I got here about six years ago, and uh, it's, been, it's been just a thrill. Um, so thank you for the opportunity. Cool. Trucking's a fun ride. <laughs> it, it, very interesting, yes. <laughs> oh. Well, Bob uh, is going to be, uh, uh, knowing Bob, Bob uh, is not uh, the sort of person that uh, is, uh, you know, one of these short timers that's going to kind of coast on his way out. Bob's been uh, working uh, just as hard as he ever has. Uh, uh, and uh, today we're going to talk about a couple of projects that Bob and his team have been working on. Um, I'm pretty excited. Um, uh, about uh, well both of them I think we got two topics we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the co-pilot system um, navigation system and we're going to talk about a, a, a new process for our drivers to be able to raise your hand so to speak uh, with an issue that you've got going on and uh, it'll open a ticket in our system basically you can initiate it or uh, someone in the organization can initiate it on your behalf but you will have visibility to all of those issues uh, through the app. Um, we've started it already with a couple of, uh, primarily with Road Assist, right, Bob? That's correct, yes. Yeah. So we've started it with Road Assist and uh, one other. Uh, what was the other one we've done? Copilot. So, and Copilot, okay. So if you got an issue with Copilot or something, you could report it through there. But basically, the way this process will work is every issue you've got and there'll be several other categories that are going to be coming i think we've got a, about 13 plus categories so far uh, there'll be more categories that you'll be able to select from in the near future um, what are we thinking the rest of these categories will be available to the drivers bob well uh the next uh the next one we're going to bring in is uh slip seat uh driving that'll be in in just the next few days uh, after that is uh, claims and uh, and then we'll uh, we'll prioritize from there but uh, each one of these uh, the back end work for IT is it's not a, a, a real huge effort to make it function but there's training and, and everything in, internal to the office folks that we've got to get them trained up on how to use this as well so with each new thing we move in there there's a lot of uh, moving parts to it so it'll take us several weeks to get this done uh, we'll certainly advise all of you uh, when these things are going to happen when they're going to be made uh, visible uh, in driver services uh, the, the the short version of that is is if you go into the communications button now on the app uh, all of the things you see in there will move over to the driver services and it'll have that traceability that Brad was describing. Yeah, this is what's called workflow. And so each of these items, if you have a, uh, 
you're in need of uh, you know something on the truck uh, with road assist uh, that'll by opening it up it'll go right to the people in road assist as they get in there then and they start working in the system you will receive updates as they are updating the system on, on what's going on so eventually this this ticket if you will 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 you will open it and eventually it'll get closed and you will sort of have the documentation of who touched it when they touched it what the updates are so as soon as something changes uh, you will receive that communication uh, through your app uh, on what's going on and then at the end of all of these issues when it's closed out we're going to be asking you uh, basically uh, some questions to understand to make sure that the issue got resolved to your level of satisfaction basically yes and there'll be a, a section there for comments as well and uh, Warren was uh, able to uh, to put together some slides for us so oh great we can, uh, we can demo that just a little bit so you will see some slides uh, uh, through this video that we're recording here now that will show you what this looks like I happen to have my uh, app pulled up and uh, Bob was mentioning the the communications um, Warren's probably showing this but the upper right hand corner and in there there's a section uh, it is the fourth one down on the first column called driver services that's gonna be the portal where you'll be able to open these cases uh, and review the status of open ones all your closed ones you'll be able to see as well there's a section on that if you want to go back and look at them so anything you can think of we're gonna flow through there you got a payroll inquiry um, you know you got an OS&D issue that's going on um, whatever it is you'll be able to sort of open this up and this will give us uh, visibility to all of your issues that are going on and and all we want to do is we want to make sure if you got an issue that it gets resolved it re gets resolved timely and it gets resolved to your level of satisfaction and right now we don't really have a great way of tracking these issues that you've got you know you're talking to someone on the phone you're sending a, a message in through the um, the transflow device it's it's really not captured anywhere and so this system will be a much more organized system that uh, will let us know what the issues are and hold us accountable and uh, to make sure that we're getting these things resolved for you timely so I'm and very as excited much about as, it. as much as everybody loves the hold music um, it'll probably keep you off the phone a little bit more um, if there are issues and anything that happens at night um, will have uh, nights and weekends sometimes those those information doesn't or that information doesn't get passed to the days and as best as we can um, but sometimes things get dropped and this will make sure that we can we can all have visibility to it and um, yeah resolve it to your satisfaction so we're excited about it yeah this is this is going to be uh, this is going to be a big one for us and uh, and Bob thank you to uh, to you and your staff uh, you guys have really put in, um, you know, this was sort of a, uh, you know, a bit of a dream or, you know, uh, uh, you know, something that uh, we didn't think necessarily would be uh, possible. And you guys have, uh, have, have figured it out in short order 
and uh, it's it's going to be a, a, a real big impact item for our drivers and everyone here at Hirschbach. So thank you. Well, thanks, Brad. And I, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, to Jeff and Warren in IT. They're the really the folks that uh, have made this work and, and, and make it happen. So if I, could I have just a couple of minutes? And uh, Warren and I will. Uh, Y'all can't see Warren. He's he's off to the side over here. He has a little <laughs> command center set up where he controls all the audio and the, the video and and a lot of you know him as as the guy that is is our expert on the app and that's true uh this is just another hat that warren wears he's he does our audio visual stuff as well and a great job at it but uh, one of the things he does uh, with the app and and jeff uh, as well uh, jeff nemers is um, uh, this workflow that we're gonna uh, kind of work through or, or uh, driver services we'll talk through here in a minute so Warren, whenever you're you're ready, um, I'll kind of keep an eye on your screen here and just kind of talk through it. So, so on uh, most of these, not all, but most of the the, the slides you're going to see here are are from the tablet, um, uh, with just a couple of exceptions. So, uh, but the placement of the buttons and stuff is essentially the same, uh, whether you're looking at the phone or or the tablet. So, if you haven't noticed the driver services uh, button. Uh, on the uh, on the main menu, this is Warren's got a, a slide up showing you where it is. Okay, Warren. All right, and so you go into that, and there's really there's two choices. Uh, there's a choice to open a, a ticket or a case, and uh, that's where the arrow's pointing now. Uh, the button to the left of that is uh, existing cases, and we'll uh, speak about that in just a moment. Okay. All right, so when you click on the open uh, a case button, uh, the first thing you'll see is this category window, and it's a drop-down window. So when you, you click on that, right now what you'll see are two choices, uh, Road Assist, and many of you have submitted uh, tickets through this to the Road Assist uh, team already. Uh, you also see for co-pilot or navigation issues, this is the way we, we need you to, to report those. Uh, as well, and again for the traceability and, and, and documentation of things. So, okay, Warren, and um, you'll notice there's a, uh, a question here for under Road Assist, and, and each category will have a custom form to it. For Road Assist, the first thing we want to know is if this is an emergency, and if you say yes, then it puts it at a higher priority uh, and gets to the right people. Um, and then from there, you're going to select your equipment type, okay? And then you're going to have a uh, your submit button. <clears throat> the one thing I would add here is that um, you know these these macros that we've we've had that you fill out for these events like a road assist event or OS and D event. We've we've redesigned uh, these to to really simplify them and make sure we're only asking you for the most pertinent information and and this has been a process where um, uh, I we had a, a group of drivers myself some of the training staff IT staff that all worked together for about three days two and a half days to sort of redesign the system and so streamlining these is is one of the finished products from that so not only are we gonna have workflow but the information that we're asking you to fill out is going to be less cumbersome uh, through this process as well. Yes, yeah, good point, Brad. So, uh, Warren, if we could jump back. 
Okay. So and you should all. We also should have mentioned you have an opportunity to put comments uh, in before you do the the submission. We just had that out of out of sequence there. Okay. And the submit button. And then you'll see when you have successfully submitted one of these tickets, then you'll see a uh, uh, a splash screen like this. It says thank you for submitting the. Uh, Thank you uh, for a road in a road team member. In this case, will uh, road assist team member will uh, contact you shortly, and that's really your confirmation that it's been it's been submitted. Okay, so um, let's uh, let's say that you've done that. It takes about a minute, about 60 seconds, for that to come in and, and end up on somebody's screen, and that person then reads it, takes some action. And let's just say that he types you back a, 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 some information, uh, some kind of response. So what Warren has up on the screen now is what you'll see when you get a response to, a, to an open ticket. And that is, you see it uh, along the bottom edge, your notification, the little bell icon, uh, you'll get a, you know, a red indicator there that, uh, that you've got a new notification. And then you'll just go and, and click on it Okay, and then this is uh, an example of what a response back from a road uh, assist uh, team member might look like. It's just uh, just a comment, right, or, or whatever he needs to send to you. Okay. So now let's uh, let's jump in and show you what a uh, existing ticket would look like. So you come in here, and instead of opening a ticket, you want to look at your your open or closed cases. And you come in and you can come in here and uh, you can add a comment. This is an open ticket. Uh, if you'll notice that along the top edge there, uh, there are two tabs and the one that's in blue is the one that's selected and it says open. Uh, and you can add a comment to it after you read what the, in this case, the road assist team member has, uh, has sent you. Uh, closed is just the other tab. You can click on close and um, view all the comments that are associated to that so if there's been you know five or six back and forth maybe between you and a person in the office and it could be different people right a road assist person maybe is the first person to to deal with you on the ticket but if he turns a ticket over to somebody else um, all of that will be tracked and be reported here uh, all in the same place for you thank you let's see the comment there's the comment Oh yeah, and so you've got the uh, the opportunity there to add a comment as well. That's what uh, he's got circled on the right side of the screen. Well, this is the number of comments also. Oh yeah, okay, and yeah, we ought to have Warren over here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, along with being able to add a comment, uh, it gives you a numeric uh, indicator of how many comments there are, which is kind of nice. Well, it's very exciting. Um, you know, we'll be able to. Uh, track how quickly we're responding uh, to these issues that are going on and then we'll also be able to once these are uh, resolved we'll also be able to track uh, the level of satisfaction and how we're doing at uh, meeting your expectations in uh, getting these issues resolved to your level of satisfaction so we're very excited about rolling this out and again Bob and Warren Jeff great job thank you very much this is going to be a, this is going to be a game changer here at Hirschbach for sure okay thanks Brad 
I know you wanted, Bob, you also wanted to uh, talk a bit about Copilot as well today. Um, we spent a lot of time as an organization geofencing uh, tens of thousands of locations out there, so uh, so Copilot would be able to guide you from uh, where you need to get to and so forth. Um, we've had uh, so a few growing pains here and there with it, uh, and I think you want to provide some updates. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah please. Um, so... Uh, a, a few things uh, about Copilot. Uh, the first is, uh, in my comments, uh, at least uh, this first one should not be news to you because we have tried to communicate this out through the notification system in the app. But um, we've been asking now for several weeks for you to only use uh, Copilot on the tablet and not on, the, on your phone. Um, you can use it on your phone. You, we don't want you to. It, it seems like it's functioning on your phone, but the reality is is that sometimes it may give you bad information. And that's why we've asked you to use strictly the tablet for now. Um, there are some, some things being improved on it, being corrected. Uh, we expect to have a a new version of the tablet app pushed out to your tablets early next week. Um, we expect to receive it from the software company either today or Monday. We'll do some internal testing with it. We'll advise you that it's coming and then we'll push it out. Uh, and we can do that as many of you know and have experienced. We can push the updates for the tablet to you where you don't have to take any action. They just come and, and they load and, and um, that's how that works. Uh, on the, f the, uh, the phones, uh, there are also new versions of those apps coming. They should be to us in the office in IT by uh, the end of next week. We'll need a couple of days to test them to make sure that they're working the way they should, and then we'll get them out to you. So we're probably looking at about 10 days or so for the new phone app uh, uh, versions to be out to you and at that point what we expect to be uh, to have happen is we'll be able to advise you that navigation should work on on either device I mean we, we recommend you use the tablet uh, just because it's a larger display and, and we think it has more uh, more benefit to you uh, but it will be uh, available on the phone uh, one other comment about that is um, we have had a number of drivers have difficulty when they've tried to use navigation on both the tablet and the phone at the same time. Uh, and that those problems are not really related to the difficulty or the issues that are being corrected uh, by the provider, the software provider. They're just, um, uh, it's just things that are inherent in, in using two different devices. For example, um, if you, you start out using navigation with your tablet and you get uh, say you've got four stops and you get past your second stop and you've you know you've done all of your your loaded calls and, and, and all of the things you normally do through the workflow and when you get to that second uh, or past that second stop and you set, decide well I'm gonna now I'm gonna use navigation on the phone well if you start using navigation part way through uh, it doesn't know where, it doesn't know to pick up where the tablet left off. So stick with, uh, we advise you really strongly want you to use only the tablet for now, but even once the phone 
navigation is working, uh, stick with one or the other, and, and we recommend the tablet. So, um, it sounds like Ghostbusters. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, the scene in Ghostbusters where you cross the stream. Cross the stream. Don't cross the streams. Don't, don't cross the, don't streams. Cross the streams. It's a yeah. bad thing. So so, but I think that's. Uh, um, Oh, one other comment I'd like to make um, is, and we have a lot of drivers, uh, but not all, that have been good about updating the maps, uh, the version of the maps that's on, on the tablets. And, you know, we've, we've looked at trying to automate that process uh, and, and do it for you automatically, but um, it's such a large file, and, it, and if you're not on a... At, at a truck stop or one of our facilities where you have Wi-Fi, I mean, it can take 30, 40 minutes for those maps to download over your cell signal. And uh, we don't, uh, don't have the ability to anticipate what you're doing and, and, you know, what your situation is. So we don't want to force you uh, to take the maps when, uh, when we want to push them out. So really it's up to you about four times a year uh, to go out and, and check for uh, new map versions. Just like you do if you have a personal Garmin, you know, the Garmins will update as, as well. But uh, I think, I know Brad, uh, when he was out driving the last time, he commented about the, the improved display. Yep. Um, and, and that's from having the latest maps. So uh, there's instructions um, in the, uh, if you're on the home page of the app, uh, where the, there's a big library button, if you go to the library, uh, at the bottom of the library uh, list, there are instructions, fairly brief. And again, thank you, Warren, for those. Uh, but there are instructions on how to check and, and download the current maps. Um, again, we uh, just because it's faster, we recommend you do it while you're on Wi-Fi, get the tablet on Wi-Fi. And uh, if you look at the instructions and, and they don't make sense to you, please uh, let us know. And, and we'll work with you on a time to, to help you do that. Yeah, and I would just comment on the on the co-pilot. Um, <clears throat> you know, Bob mentioned last time I went out there, I saw some nice improvements in the display. Um, if you're not using the co-pilot, I, I, I would ask that you start using it. Um, uh, last time I was out there, um, I was running it side by side with a Garmin. Uh, they were they were right in lockstep. Um, um, but what's better about the co-pilot is that we have geofenced every facility and identified exactly where the guard shacks are and so forth. So literally this, this co-pilot system with the work that we've done behind the scenes will take you right to the entrance of a facility. And, um, you know, you're not going to get that from, from the Garmin system or Rand McNally or something like that. So this is an even more accurate system. Uh, you don't have to type in all these addresses and so forth. You know, with the load information that we're sending you, it it uh, it'll upload it right into Copilot for you. Uh, you just gotta uh, engage it basically, and uh, it'll integrate the fuel stops in there as well. So uh, if you haven't gotten into the habit of using the Copilot yet, please do so. Um, it, it's, it's really a lot of work's gone into it uh, by a lot of folks here at Hirschbach, and, and uh, it, it's, it, it's really uh, an impressive system. So. And Brad, if I could, one more, uh, one more comment. 
to go back to the driver services uh, the ticketing system that we we talked about earlier you know we, we talked about road assist but uh, there was a an option to open a ticket for co-pilot or navigation as well and, and so as Brad said I mean there's been work to uh, geofence over 18,000 locations uh, and there's you know new ones being done all the time uh, but it doesn't mean that every geofence that was done around a customer location or a fuel stop that they're perfect maybe uh, the gate uh, the navigation to the gate uh, entrance gate is is off by you know a couple hundred feet or uh, things that you can uh, improve submit suggestions uh, for improvements that's really what that uh, uh, that option is for in driver services along with any problems you may have of course but uh, so your feedback is is most appreciated on that great well thanks Bob again uh, congratulations on uh, thank you your upcoming retirement and thank you again for all the hard work and uh, great work that you've done here at Hirschbach thanks Brad um, we got Brian with us here as well um, Brian what do you want to talk about today Oh, a couple things. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, the first thing I'd like to talk about is uh, this week we had 18 uh, drivers come through our uh, new safety ambassador program that, that we started. And what we did is we had uh, three days this week we brought drivers in. They were there for about six hours each day. Um, and it was three separate classes, so it was a six-hour session for each operator. And we uh, taught them um, a program that many of you have already seen. Anyone who's come through orientation since earlier this fall um, have been through our All Into Zero protective driving class. And um, the rest of you who have not seen that will have the opportunity to see it uh, yet this spring or yet this winter. Uh, but we were able to bring in 18 operators this week and uh, certify them as ambassadors. And we did a little bit more with them than just give them the protective driving techniques. We, uh, um, we've uh, uh, did a little bit more show and tell with them uh, on top of the protective driving class. But what we've asked these individuals to do is take what they've learned and the knowledge that they've learned and uh, thrust it out to our organization. So you can identify these drivers. They were all sent uh, back to their equipment with a sticker that says safety ambassador on it. And you'll see that on the side of their equipment. And uh, we've asked them to uh, help spread the word and uh, do everything that they can to help spread, uh, spread the message of our new All Into Zero protective driving class. Yeah, it was a great class. Um, I, it was, uh, I went to the class. Uh, I've gone through the class myself and, and uh, participated this week uh, in, in speaking to the group and interacting with them. And I was, I was very impressed with uh, the level of engagement and uh, the drivers really came out of it uh, learning uh, some some items, and uh, they were all very good, safe drivers. And I'm confident after this class, they're going to be even safer drivers. And look forward to uh, them spreading the word, and and for us continuing to spread the word and get everyone here at Hirschbach uh, trained up on the all into zero uh, safe driving techniques. So, yeah, and I sh we should add too that uh, everyone uh, within the organization uh, in the office has also taken this class we're uh we're now going to be speaking with one voice uh using the same nomenclature the same words 
and uh, make sure we're all on the same page uh, from a safety standpoint. And, you know, for those of you that haven't gone through the training yet, you know, I don't want to, in one sense, I don't want to give away all the, all, all, all of it uh, here today, but in another sense, I want everyone to be as safe as possible when you're out there. And, you know, what I would just say in general is, you know, the expectation as Hirschbach is, you know, we drive safely, right? We don't speed. We don't follow too close. Um, you know, the following too close is 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 a big uh, big item out there, and as is the speed. And I just really want to emphasize, you know, those two aspects of the program. And you know, our expectations are that the following distance is seven seconds at Hirschbach. That is our expectation, and uh, what is required in order to be safe out there when you're moving down the road so um, if you don't if you're not having a seven second following distance um, please please uh, um, uh, increase your distance um, you know I didn't always have a seven second following distance myself um, as I've increased my following distance out there I've become a much much safer driver um, there's just fewer surprises. They don't need to react to things. And our mentality is, is that you've got to be able to stop the vehicle. Um, you know, the Smith system teaches an, ev an evasive maneuver. It give yourself an out, I should say. Um, we don't agree with that. Um, you know, uh, an almost 80-foot-long vehicle, 80,000 pounds moving down the road at 65 miles per hour, um, you cannot do an evasive maneuver safely. And so... At Hirschbach, the mentality that all of our operators need to have is if we need to be able to stop our vehicle safely at all times. And so that means that you, you, you need that seven-second following distance. So uh, I'm giving you a little bit of, of the training here, but I want everyone to, 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 to put that into practice and help us continue to make strides in, in becoming uh, an even safer fleet. Um, our goal here, as I've mentioned many times, is to be the safest fleet that, that's out there. And, um, and I'm very excited about uh, where, we're, where we're going. So, yeah. And, all right, so that's the uh, All Into Zero program. Uh, you said you had a couple of items, Brian. Was there another item that you wanted to talk? I think we want to talk about our training program today as well, correct? Yeah, we're real excited about uh, the new driver training program. Uh, that we're creating from scratch here at Hirschbach. Um, very excited about it, and obviously there's some excitement out there in the fleet as well. Uh, about two weeks ago, we opened up uh, on the app. You're able to sign up to be a, a certified Hirschbach driver trainer, and we've already received over 200 applications wow. uh, from our operators who want, to, who want to do that. Yeah, very, very impressed. And you'll be hearing from us uh, in short order about what the next steps are. And obviously we can't bring in 200 drivers uh, to do it all at once. So um, we're going to start in February bringing drivers in um, around six a week uh, to go through what we call our driver foundations, or our, I, I take that back, our trainer foundations program, uh, where you're going to be taught the Hirschbach way of being a driver trainer. And after that, you'll uh, have the opportunity to make some extra cash as well. And want to talk a little bit more about the pay for driver trainers. Uh, they're, they're 
I've heard some rumors or some confusion on what the pay is. It's pretty simple. Um, as an operator, you get an additional $300 a week on top of your regular mileage pay. And you, so you get $300 a week and you get paid on all the miles that the truck runs, whether it be by you or, uh, or the trainee. Uh, but keep in mind, you're not running as a team um, right away. Obviously, as you, the longer you have that uh, trainee on the truck, the more miles you're going to you're going to be running as a, as a uh, having two people on the truck. But right away, you'll be basically operating as a single uh, with one single logbook, and over time, it will grow into operating with two logbooks. And the other thing you get is after the trainer or after the trainee leaves the truck. Uh, you get a penny per mile that that trainee runs uh, for the next year, uh, so long as the trainee stays here with, with Hirschbach. Up to a year after that, you get a penny per mile. So say the trainee runs uh, 100,000 miles over the next year after they get off of your truck, uh, you would make an additional $1,000 uh, on, uh, um, on that trainee that, got, that you helped uh, make a successful driver. So, okay. so I, th I think for that driver who is then um, out there on their own, you become their mentor, which um, there are a lot of things that they need to learn from from an experienced driver once they are out there on their own. So um, I am I am a proud mentor, and I have had a fabulous experience with that, and I think it'll be really exciting to have you be able to impart some of that knowledge um, for a new driver. There are a lot of a lot of tricks and a lot of a lot of things you know out there that we want to get into um, there into their practice yeah. and I just want to emphasize you know this training program um, well number one um, Brian Hammond who's leading it uh, has been on the podcast before has run a very successful training program in the past that's produced some excellent safe operators and the the big difference between this training program and other training programs that are not as successful is you know the the drivers will go through a month of of training here in dubuque you know classroom type stuff getting their you know and, and yard work and operating the equipment before they get out with a trainer so that's a pretty long period of time for that but then when they get out with our trainers you know brian mentioned two logbooks it's going to be one logbook period for a month basically so you know, you'll get that that extra 300 bucks, but basically, we 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 don't want to push these trainees to start running as a team like a lot of other fleets do quickly on. We want you to, as Jelaine said, being a mentor um, afterwards, but to to be a hundred percent as a trainer for for a month and have that operator, have that trainee, do all the work. So when they are put on their own, that they will have done everything and and you know it's it's and you know you're there as you know the trainer is there is a bit of a crutch when when they're there uh, if they got questions which is good uh, but after they get out on their own um, you know being able to have access to you to ask questions and so forth uh, will be very important as well uh, depending on the fleet that you're in uh, some of you might stay together for longer periods of time um, and, and run together as a team after the uh, formal training is completed. But yeah, yeah, and uh, we're still looking for more trainers, so don't think that we uh, have enough with yeah. 200 applications. So those of you who haven't signed up yet to still have interest in doing it, uh, make sure you go to the app and uh, sign uh, 
up there. It's just a quick application online mm -hmm. or on the app that you can sign up. The other thing we're looking for too in Dubuque um, are driver instructors, and that would be someone that's based out of the Dubuque location that uh, would be home every night, and their job would be to help train uh, prospective trainees coming in, um, doing the classroom work, uh, doing the close quarters training, teaching them about the equipment, uh, things of that nature. We're looking for people to do that as well. So if any of you have any interest, um, you can go to our website and uh, fill out a, an employment application online. Okay. Well, just a couple other quick items before we conclude. I know we've gone through a number of different topics and, and, it's, and uh, time is, is, is getting away from us here. Um, there's been some questions on the best of the best program for those of you that aren't aware of the best of the best program or the rising star awards uh, those are recognitions that we have for our operators on an annual basis uh, identifying <clears throat> really our top performers you know, taking everything into consideration from operational performance to communication to safety performance appearance keeping up the equipment and so forth um, those awards, the evaluation time period ends uh, in March. So we run a kind of a fiscal year, if you will, for the best of the best program. It's April through March. So the evaluation period will be, uh, we got a couple more months uh, before that period's over, and then it'll take us a little time to uh, figure out uh, all the award winners. And uh, this year, you know, unfortunately with COVID and so forth in 2020, we weren't able to have our big blow-up banquet like we uh, always do. Uh, in 2021, I'm confident we will have a banquet. Uh, we haven't set the date yet. Um, we'll kind of see how the whole COVID thing plays out. But tentatively, uh, we've done it. Uh, we've been doing it around July in the past and, and tentatively we'll, we'll, we'll stick with that and hopefully be able to get together here in Dubuque in July to celebrate uh, the, the best of the best uh, award winners. Uh, the other uh, item I'd like to bring everyone up to speed on, I mentioned that we've got a new terminal that's coming on board in Kansas City. Uh, we had some folks out there this week kind of scoping it out. We're going to take possession of the facility uh, February 15th. Uh, it'll take us a little time to get the shop up and running. The shop won't be open initially, and there's probably not going to be, um, well, I'm not sure about the driver amenities, that there's some construction work that will be going on. But February 15th, uh, we're likely going to have some sort of a keypad, and you'll be able to use it as a safe place to, to park overnight, basically, will be sort of phase one. Phase two will be where we open it up and, and, and you're able to get maintenance done and so forth. And that's probably going to be a, a month later, probably middle of March. Okay. Jelaine, anything else that you'd like to impart to the group? So one thing I was just talking to some new drivers and I would kind of like to hear about your recipes that you use out on the road. If you have some, some trick or some um, cool recipe that you really like to go to um, let us know about it maybe we maybe we post those and um, get the word out and and get some um, you know maybe they're healthy maybe they're not whatever you like so get yeah. the word out and um, we can you know give some ideas to some people and mix it up a little bit yeah maybe we create a Hirschbach cookbook yeah Bailey can sell it in the store put it on the app right. yeah yeah, yeah. Go. good stuff <laughs> Okay, well, everyone, uh, please uh, 
be safe out there, and uh, thank you for everything you do, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.